Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us back in our podcast studio two of our State Library staff members, Sarah Pettis and Carrie Jayshun. Sarah and Carrie work in our Collections Management and Digitization Department and are here today to share some interesting items from our collection. So welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Hi. And I wanted to kind of start out really cutesy, but then I thought mm, maybe not. Ahoy, <laughs> mateys would be too cutesy <laughs> to start out. I mean, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's on theme. It yeah. is on theme. So, uh, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. So today's theme is all about pirates, and um, there are a lot of South Carolina pirate connections. Uh, one of which we were chatting about right before we got started was from a book that I had read years ago by Kathy Rikes that has uh, Anne Bonny as the character and um, it's really neat so I'll try to remember to include a link but um, Sarah what are the you're going to talk about three books and what are those and, and what are all the connections yeah so I'm going to talk about Anne Bonny um, and Calico Jack and Mary Reed they were all pirates together um, and I looked at we have a lot of books on about pirates but I looked at Pirates of the Carolinas by Terrence Zepke that sounds about right. I think that's, that's how you say it. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence, if you're listening. And Charleston and the Golden Age of Piracy by Christopher Bird Downey. And uh, Wind from the Main, a novel by Anne Osborne, um, which is more of a fictional telling of Anne Bonny's story with some, like, based in historical fact, but then mm-hmm. added, added some fictional elements. Um, but mainly the first two is... Um, what I got a lot of my information from and then I filled in from other um, sources because a lot comes up just searching in Google as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. But these books have a really good overview of those three pirates. Um, So uh, Anne is really interesting because she is one of the most famous female pirates which is fun because you don't really hear a lot about female pirates um, just in general. You never hear about <laughs> It's like any time I think there. of female pirates, I think of Anne Bonny. That's, right. yeah. that's the only one I've mm-hmm, ever heard mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And so there's an old, old text um, where a lot of the information about her comes from. Um, and it's called A General History of the Pirates by Captain Charles Johnson, um, which was it's from 1724 so we don't have that but <laughs> that's like when pirates were actually still yeah yeah it's the contemporary um and so but anyway so that's where a lot of this information comes from and a lot of people that wrote these books researched in u- using that text um among other things um and so she was born around 1700 in ireland um uh, she's the illegitimate daughter of william cormack and a maid working in his house hmm. Oh, yeah. So that was scandalous. and Still would be today. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my. And so um, he and his wife separated, and he took uh, Anne and her mother with him and moved to America because um, he was a prominent lawyer, and he kind of lost all of his standing uh, and his job and was just kind of ruined by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was like, oh, bye, I'm just going to go to America. And he moved to Charleston. Um and when Anne was very young, I didn't include what age she was when they moved, but she was really young. And then uh, he 
tried to be a lawyer again and I think was for a little bit and then ended up buying a plantation and made his money that way. As one does when you come to Charleston. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> yep. Um, but unfortunately, when Anne was 13, her mother died of typhoid fever. And so because her dad was focused on work all the time, um, she kind of grew up on her own and mm-hmm. she was a tomboy and she was described as a strapping, boisterous girl of a fierce and courageous temper. Mm-hmm. So she was oh, very yeah. wild. Pirate worthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, and she was unafraid to fight like a man. And it was reported that once when a f- young fellow would have lain with her against her will, she beat him so that he lay ill of a considerable time. <laughs> girl. I love how that's described. <laughs> and I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so love she that. She beat him about the head and yes. other regions. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Um, and so, yeah, so she was really wild. Um and her father arranged for her to marry some wealthy man, and she absolutely did not want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so she married a sailor named James Bonney, um, and her father disowned her. Mm. So sh- they moved away. Um, and there's a rumor that she set fire to her father's plantation, but there's no evidence to support <laughs> that. But I like to think maybe she did. Yeah, um, sounds like something she oh, did. Yeah. yeah, she seemed yeah she seemed pretty <laughs> intense. Um, and so they knew moved to New Providence, um, an island in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they lived there for a while. And James, her husband, eventually became an informant to the governor on pirates. And she was like, mm, I don't love that. Um, and she kind of got bored with him as well. And so uh, she soon after that met Calico Jack, who was another, who was a pirate, um, and they fell in love. It was kind of a, if on the, in the accounts I read about Jack, yeah, it was kind of a love at first sight for him because she was described as like this wild red hair that she never tied back. And so she, um, she was very, apparently very beautiful. Um, and they fell in love and then, um, Jack offered James <laughs> Calico Jack offered James money so that they that they would divorce and James was like no I'm not going to divorce my wife mm. um and he told the governor of the affair um which then meant that Anne was sentenced to public flogging for betraying her husband mm. which only applied to the women not to any men like if they were to do that they would not be flogged publicly so super mm. fair um, but she ran off with Jack anyway. <laughs> so, you know. And then, because women weren't allowed onto, I guess, the ships or any of the crews or anything, she dressed as a man for a while, and she became a part of the crew. Um, and so, like, only Calico Jack knew that she was a woman. Hmm. Um, and so she uh, helped them in piracy, and they raided merchant ships and captured different crews, all this stuff. Um and then unknowing, they unknowingly captured another female pirate who was dressed as a man. And Anne began to spend a lot of time with this new pirate. And Jack got jealous, not knowing this was also a woman. Um, and so, because they, like, became friends, they, like, hmm. both realized they were mm-hmm. both women. Um, and then she was like, don't be jealous. This is Mary Reed, another female pirate. He's like, oh, okay, it's cool, it's cool. And so, like, they were friends. But depending on who you ask... Mm-hmm. There might have been more going on between the two women. Huh. Who knows? There's rumors. There's mm-hmm. rumors. <laughs> Depending on what historian you talk to. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So they eventually stopped pretending to be men and just wore men's clothing because that was way easier, obviously, mm-hmm. when you're pirating. Um, <laughs> and they were like part of the crew and the crew accepted them. And 
um, they were they kind of proved themselves, which is cool, and they were just as good, if not better, than the other pirates. <laughs> I guess it would be hard to be swashbuckling in a skirt. Mm-hmm. A corset. Uh, uh, in a yeah, corset. In a corset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be a lot. It would make life difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then at some point in there, she was able to divorce her husband and married Calico Jack while they were at sea, um, and so then she became pregnant, um, and then she. I guess they were nearby Cuba at the time, so mm. she like went stayed in Cuba for a while while she was pregnant and had the baby. And the rumor, there's who knows what happened with this baby. It was either stillborn or was sent to live with another family. Hmm. She returned to the ship without a child. <laughs> Interesting. So she was just wanting to be, you know, free from that uh-huh. obligation. Um, and so she got back with the crew, but then they were attacked by British Captain Barnett. Um, who was trying to, trying to round up lots of pirates. And they happened to be attacked when a lot of the men of the ship were drunk. Mm. And so they weren't really useful in fighting back. Um, Which was probably a lot more common than not. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> and so they were all drunk and couldn't fight back. But the two women were like, we're going to fight. I don't. Uh, it seems like they weren't drunk in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were the only ones fighting this other <laughs> ship. And, like, one account said that they were even yelling insults at the men because the men were, like, hiding below decks, like, <laughs> waiting just to, for the other people to board and, like, uh-huh. just take them prisoner. Uh-huh. Um, so they all get taken prisoner, and they're taken to Port Royal in Jamaica to be tried for piracy because it was illegal. And so Jack was sentenced to hang, and apparently that did not upset Anne at all. they were allowed one final visit before his execution and she said to him if you had stayed and fought like a man you need not be hanged like a dog oh my god and i was like yeah yeah my mouth dropped open when i read that because she was just like "Ugh, i'm so done with you (laughs) she's over she's she's over him yeah she's over it and then so they're all in prison and her and mary were like you can't hang us we're pregnant because I guess uh, that was an issue as well. Like, they wouldn't hang a woman if she was oh, with child. And so they wouldn't be executed, but they were sentenced to prison until they gave birth. And then I guess they would have gone on, I don't know, after mm-hmm. that. But, um, and Mary Reed also um, had a guy that she was into, and they were lovers. Um and she, they were both actually pregnant, like, according to doctors that, like, mm-hmm. checked them out. Um, and so her... Mary's guy was acquitted because he, I guess, pleaded and maybe lied or proved that he was forced into piracy with Caligo Jack's crew because uh. um, they were taken prisoner at when they mm-hmm. all came aboard. Um, and so he was let go. I think he was the only one that was like free, one of the few that were freed because hmm. um, he guess somehow proved that he was coerced into piracy. Mm-hmm. Um, but poor Mary died in prison of fever and probably complications with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um and then there are a few variations of Anne Bonny's end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the story kind of stops there after a few years. And uh, one account says that in early 1721, she was sent back to Charleston, maybe because of her dad being like a rich guy and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And like the, you know, family connections or that she wasn't pregnant and she paid off the doctor and somehow got away you know, and then the, another story is that she did give birth in prison, and then like nothing else is known about her. Hmm. So, 
Yeah, she probably had access to a lot of pieces of eight, so she could yeah. play off people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're, the three of them, like, get to be pirates together for a while, which is cool. And so their stories intersect at that moment where they're all together, and um, then they all kind of die around the same time as well. Hmm. So it was just really interesting. Oh, and that that only goes on, you know, for like two or three years. Like it wasn't that long that they were pirates, but they mm-hmm. become they became very well known. Mm-hmm. Um, and Calico Jack is um, got his name from the calico that he would wear and the bright colors. And so I feel like he was very like people recognized him because of what he wore. I have this terrible idea of you know like a calico cat fur. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I know. That's cool. all I got. Yeah. Fascinating. Métis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. so Carrie, you um, did a little bit of research about Steed Bonnet and Edward Teach, who is also known famously as... Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with Steed Bonnet because he's so fun. He's mm-hmm. so ridiculous. So um, Steed Bonnet, uh, he comes from a wealthy plantation family, as they do, uh, but it was in Barbados. Mm. So he grew up in Barbados. Um, When his father died, he inherited all of the wealth of the plantation. So Mm -hmm. he's just rolling in the dough. He's just got so much money. And uh, so he gets married to this woman named Mary, and they have some say three, some say four kids. Mm -hmm. They just have a whole bunch of kids. And after his wife died, um, he kind of goes through this midlife crisis. So he hated his wife so much. At first they loved each other and then he just got so sick of her because many historians say she nagged him just constantly. He hated it. It was just horrible. It's just (laughs) no matter who you talk to about Steve Bonnet, they'll say like, oh yeah, his wife (laughs) got on his case. Yeah, That's so funny. and we're talking about the same time frame, like seven mid seventeen right. hundred. Mm-hmm. So in seventeen seventeen, like er, like maybe oh early, okay. like uh, spring or summer, um, he buys a ship, ditches his kids with some like on the plantation. I swear these th- these people have no morals. This is like this is like <laughs> the cliche like somebody goes through a crisis where they buy a motorcycle uh-huh. and then just go on an adventure. Right. Yeah. So he just get a ship. He gets a ship, <laughs> hires a crew of about 17 people, wow. and then just goes out to sea. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he had no clue what he was doing because he's a rich, spoiled brat. Uh-huh. And so he relies on his quartermaster to, like, command everybody, uh-huh. saying, like, oh, set sail and uh, all the pirate terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so they go and they start plundering. You know, they start plundering merchant ships. Um, the pirate ship that he 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 bought was called the Pirate Ship Revenge, mm. and uh, makes me think of the Princess Bride because <laughs> the Dread Pirate Roberts mm. was captain of the Pirate Ship Revenge, uh-huh. and uh, so he worked with his quartermaster, and they would sail up and down the Atlantic coast, and they stopped in Charleston a lot because Charleston was such a big port city, mm-hmm. and. Um, they would just like plunder merchant ships. They would try to get like medicine because medicine was so valuable to pirates at the time. Um, and they would get the riches and mm. the gold and whatever uh, materials merchants were shipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, one ship was too much for them. They fought a Spanish man of war, mm. which is a type of battleship that you can't really take yeah. down, that you just you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so he was injured, uh, Steed Bonnet. He was. Uh, I think he was shot in the 
abdomen, either shot or stabbed, and so he could, he was just incapacitated. Yeah, he that'll kind of do you. In. <laughs> he did not die, <laughs> but he was just bedridden mm-hmm. forever. Well, not forever, mm-hmm. because we're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, after this battle with the Spanish, uh, he had to take it easy. So he met this dude named Edward Teach, mm. and they became really great friends. And Edward Teach, as we know, is named Blackbeard. Blackbeard. And so Blackbeard took over his crew while he just hung out in the captain's quarters hmm. and they would just wine and dine and <laughs> plunder and he would get the riches while Blackbeard's like hanging out with his crew and uh, they did really well together they were such a great team they were like really good friends but um, eventually Steed got a little better he could move around and so Blackbeard used the pirate ship Revenge to take over a new ship so he could get his own, mm-hmm. and uh, they called it the Queen Anne's Revenge. Mm. So they're kind of like twinning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, together with the Queen Anne's Revenge and the Revenge, they would uh, do blockades, and their favorite place to do it was in Charleston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they would block the Charleston Harbor, and they would just steal everything from merchants. They Endless. It was just tag-teaming. They did it for, like, months, stealing riches and goods and medicine and... Oh, yeah. It was a whole thing. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but um, later on, I guess Steed was given the royal pardon by the North Carolina governor. Because uh-huh. at the time, the king of the British, mm-hmm. he uh, he got tired of pirates. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is too much. Everybody's crazy. It's mm-hmm. getting wild over there. So he said, to calm it down, I'm just going to offer a pardon to anyone who turns himself in. Hmm. And they will not be executed. They just have to become a citizen again. Mm-hmm. And they have to, like, prove their worth. But everyone will get a pardon. And so uh, Steve Bonnet turns himself in, and he gets the pardon from the North Carolina governor. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> it didn't last very long. He was like, I need to go back out to sea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he took his ship and he battled with a naval force commanded by Colonel William Rhett, and he lost. Mm. He was captured, and he was brought to Charleston, and he was put into prison. He's not getting that second chance, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, but he escapes. He escapes mm. from Charleston, and he goes and hides on Sullivan's Island for Ooh. a little while, mm. but then he gets captured again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and his crew were found guilty, and Steed was executed on December 10th, 1718 in Charleston. Wow. So all of this took place over the course of like a year and a half. <laughs> it's so much to happen in a year it's and a half. It's <laughs> so much. It, it just is. <sighs> so now Steed, Bonnet, and Blackbeard were essentially like even a little bit of a generation before Anne Bonnie and that? Um, I mean, she died in 1721. Oh, so this was okay. all around the same time. These are, I got you. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so they, they all, like, kind of knew each other. Okay, that, so that other yeah. book was 1774. That was the book publication. Right. That was that old one that you oh. came across. Uh, oh, no, yeah. The, um, the General History of the Pirates by Captain Charles Johnson was 1724. So this was okay. probably, like, right after all right. of this so happened. He quickly overall, gathered. Overall, we're talking early 1700s. Yeah, yeah, right. Early okay. 1700s, yes. Yeah, so I don't... I, I think it's just so funny that Steed Bonnet was just like this rich guy with mm-hmm. too much time on his hands. <laughs> was like, I'm gonna go be a pirate, you know. I'm gonna go pillage. I don't blame him though, because <laughs> I wanted to be a pirate when I was a kid. <laughs> well, I think I think just about every kid goes through mm-hmm. the either you know 
Honey Bad Doctor, Fireman, mm-hmm. Pirate, Ballerina, Ninja, Ballerina, <laughs> Ninja. yeah, all those yeah. kind of things. That so, was me. I yeah. was the pirate kid. <laughs> Still kind of the pirate kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I went through my pirate phase when Pirates of the Caribbean came out. Yeah. And I was in middle school, so yeah. it was like prime age to be obsessed with something. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Blackbeard. Yeah. Edward Teach. But is he really Edward Teach? <laughs> <laughs> because some people, we don't know who you he is. You mean there's a question? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, we don't know who he is. Some people think he's Edward Teach. Some people think his last name's actually Thatch, hmm. depending on, like, there's no solid documentation. We don't know where he was born. We don't mm-hmm. really know how old he was. Mm-hmm. Um we don't know because there's documents where it says he worked in London, but documents that said he was a privateer, documents where it said he was married two times, but some people say he was married four times. Like hmm. it's just a mystery. He's mm-hmm. just. Some people think his last name, um, according to uh, the Pirates of the Carolinas by mm-hmm. Terence Zepke, it says that some people thought his name was Drummond. Really? Like that's so out Different. there. <laughs> yeah. But like nobody could pin <clears throat> this guy. Hmm. And uh, so he, this is, most people had the consensus that he was a privateer Mm -hmm. for the British and privateers were like government sanctioned pirates Mm. that um, they would fight pirates Mm -hmm. to save merchants Mm. and they would be paid doing it. And so they think that he got his skills as a pirate by being a privateer and then turning against the government. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rebel. (laughs) But his personal life is so confusing um again he was married multiple times there's like two marriage documents but it's very tricky um but his reputation lives on because mm-hmm. everybody knows blackbeard oh yeah. yeah everybody um it's impossible to know how many ships and sloops and all the merchants that he plundered mm-hmm. it's impossible because they don't pirates don't keep logs mm. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> they just why they don't they do keep that. proper documentation <laughs> it's too much time most people m- most pirates couldn't even read yeah that's also why sometimes some historians think um oh, okay. that we don't know who he is because he may not have been able to write his name oh wow so like teach and thatch look so close together huh. that um he could have just been spelling his name wrong by using the wrong letters that or it's just sense. slurred mm. yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, or when you're, you know, drunk half of the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. It comes out all kinds of ways. Oh yeah, being a pirate is, <laughs> it's one of the key things. So Blackbeard was known as the devil, mm. just the devil. <laughs> Period. Uh, because to, to intimidate others, and this is where he gets crazy, it's just so wacky, he would put candles in his beard and light them on fire and it would cause smoke to come around him so when he would go on ships Mm -hmm. and to like intimidate people or capture hostages uh, his face would be on fire but it would be safe it wouldn't be burning him Mm -hmm. or his hair or Mm -hmm. anything he did it he had it down to a science where it would just rest on him, but it would light him from underneath. Hmm. It's got that effect, like when you're yeah. telling a scary story and you have the flashlight under your mm-hmm, chin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it would like distort his face, look like he's on fire mm. and there's smoke everywhere. And so they called him the devil. Especially hmm. if you attack at night. Oh yeah. Oh. Is that how he got the name Blackbeard? Because of like the soot or ashes in his beard made I th- him I black I feel like I've heard that, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, he truly looked like the devil and everyone was so scared to see his Jolly Roger. The Jolly mm. Roger had the devil on it, like a <laughs> little figure of the devil. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, gotta mm-hmm. go. <laughs> <laughs> so we heard about the history with Steve Bonnet and how he captured the Queen Anne's revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would sail across the coast uh, along North Carolina and South Carolina and often stopped in Charleston. He loved Charleston. But who doesn't love yeah, Charleston? Yeah, Charleston's great. <laughs> but at one point, he blockaded Charleston, like the port, for mm-hmm. an entire week. Damn. Everyone wow. was so sick of him. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> for a whole week, stealing goods uh, that were trying to make sure and vice versa. He took hostages, like mm. political hostages, like councilmen, uh, to receive ransom money. He was just on his game. Mm. And uh, eventually, he wrecked the Queen Anne's Revenge off the coast of North Carolina. And he was like, all right, I got to slow down. And so he retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he took the governor's pardon when that pardon was out and about. Mm-hmm. And uh, he settled down. And it said that he was married once again to a high-class lady and uh, lived the high life hmm. for a little <laughs> while. Um, but he was called to the waters once more. <laughs> In my notes, I have, he couldn't stay away from his first love, the deep blue sea. Yeah. <laughs> so he would hang out at Ocracoke Island mm-hmm. in North Carolina and plot barricades and plundering and uh, would hang out with Calico Jack. And they would just kind of swap stories and mm-hmm. whatnot. But eventually, the governor of Virginia was like, hey, I don't like this guy just hanging out because he's plotting and mm-hmm. being a pirate again. So they sent his, their men to go after Blackbeard and uh, in battle he was struck and killed on November 22nd, 1718 while his crew was captured, tried, and executed in Williamsburg, Virginia. Hmm. So like Steed, his piracy days were only from 1717 mm-hmm. to 1718. Wow. So like a year, a year and a half, it's... but Blackbeard is like such a brief amount of time to be such an important mm-hmm. part of history in, mm-hmm. in yeah. the Southeast, you know. Yeah, but we also don't really know, since we don't know much about Edward Teach, he could have gone on longer, mm-hmm. mm. but not under his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Blackbeard. they could have been copycats, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as well. So his identity is a mystery, and he could have been plundering way before the summer of 1717. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I bet it was also, like, fun scandalous news mm-hmm. that like got like passed around the whole yeah. coast you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pirate news it's probably yeah. a big deal at the time <laughs> i don't know pirate blog yeah <laughs> um also in pirates of the carolinas i just wanted to point out that at the back of the book there is a glossary of how to talk like a pirate mm-hmm. and it explains what the words mean like ahoy means hello and uh Davy Jones Locker is a nickname for the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. And Dead Men Tell No Tales was a pirate saying as to why they don't like to leave witnesses. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, so it, there's a lot. You know, grub is slang for food. Mm-hmm. We all know that one. <laughs> hands <laughs> is a slang for pirate crew, like your, your deck hands. All hands on deck. Exactly. Hmm. And yeah, yeah grub hub, we know about that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, it's 
pretty fun. And then um, there's also pirate movies at the back of the book oh. to let you know if you wanted to watch movies about pirates. There's hmm. a Treasure Island, oh Treasure gosh. Island, Treasure Island. There's so many Treasure Islands. <laughs> 1912, 1918, 1920, <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island, oh, my personal favorite. It's the best, it's the best one. <laughs> yeah, it goes from 19... They even sing in Pirates and Penzance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 1912 to 1983, it looks like, unless it's not in no, any particular it's order. Not, I think it's in alphabetical order oh. because Pirates of the Caribbean is in there, and that was 2003. Oh, true. Hmm. So they include some other ones. Yeah, so this book's a lot of fun Very to explore. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, and just to review, all of these books are available in SC Lens, which is our online catalog, and it's Pirates of the Carolinas by Terrence Zepke, and that's the also the first and the second edition. Mm-hmm. And there's Charleston and the Golden Age of Piracy by Christopher Downey. And there's another Christopher Downey book, uh, Steed Bonnet, Charleston's Gentleman Pirate. And then Wind from the Main by Anne Osborne. And lastly, Blackbeard and Other Pirates of the Atlantic Coast by Nancy Roberts. So... Very cool. Everybody who's listening and interested in pirates, we've got lots of books. It's so for you. much. There's, stuff. there's even more. Yeah. 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 We just narrowed it down. Yeah. It's just grab the ones that <laughs> might mention the pirates that we wanted to talk about. Right. But there are like more pirates. It's endless. Mm-hmm. Especially like in parts of the Carolinas, which is where we got both of us got most of our information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have several, several copies of that. Oh, yeah. So. There's books about Captain Kidd. He's. He's a good one. I <laughs> highly recommend. I didn't want to talk about him because we could save him for later. <laughs> <laughs> for for our uh, volume two Pirates yeah. podcast. It's endless. <laughs> it's endless content. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us. And thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is librarievoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so please send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library, so until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening. <laughs>